Hi, and welcome to All Things Cozy with Matt and Jillian. We are a bi-weekly podcast about everything that is warm, soft, and comforting. This week, we're jingling all the way into the holiday season with our cozy gift guide. Whether you're in need of a present for the person you latka a lot or want to put one on sleigh away for yourself, <laughs> these 10 ideas will hopefully inspire a round of Santa applause. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and in case you're wondering, all things cozy listeners made the nice list. That's right. But first, let's check in with what's making us feel cozy this week. What's making me feel cozy this week are crispy potatoes with avocado salsa. Mm. <laughs> and I have to, first of all, thank Norma G, who is a listener on Twitter, for sharing this recipe and sharing several other delicious recipes. But this one really caught my attention. For whatever reason, I saw that and I was like, I have to make it. And Sounds I did. great. And it was as delicious as everybody was saying it was. It's a recipe in from Food and Wine. It's one of the simplest things ever. So let me just kind of do the run through so you can get an idea of what this is. It's basically fried potatoes with an avocado salsa. So you don't need to fry them, but you kind of do a fake fry in the oven. First, you drizzle oil all over the fingerling potatoes and some salt. Put, the, put that in the oven for 40 minutes. After 40 minutes, you take them out. You mash them up. <laughs> you kind of just like mm. flatten them like they got run over by a car. <laughs> more oil, more salt. I think you put them in for something like 15 minutes more or something like that, maybe 20 they come back out, flip them over again, more oil, more salt. <laughs> Do that other side, right? And now at this point, after like eight more minutes of that, they're really golden brown, very crispy potatoes. While all that baking is happening, as you can tell, there's not a lot to do. Like you're just basically flipping some potatoes around. It's not a lot of work. While that's happening, you make the avocado salsa, which is half a yellow onion, a small avocado, cilantro, a serrano pepper, lime juice and a little bit of water you blend it up and it's a delicious fresh avocado salsa mm -hmm. you put it all together you put the salsa down you mix up your potatoes with some hot jalapenos pickled jalapenos um and some cotija cheese and it's amazing and so easy and i would definitely make this again and we had enough avocado salsa first of all i made two meals for us and we had enough avocado salsa for our dips and uh salad dressing actually we use it for for the rest of the week. So highly recommend. Thank you, Norma G for this delicious recipe, crispy potatoes with avocado salsa. I will pay it forward and share the recipe on our Facebook page. I've been mm -mm -mm this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to make this myself. It looks so good. I'm looking at the picture right now and Norma G she sent a, a ton of wonderful recipes, but I think this one knocks it out of the park and that's so wonderful. She had avocado salsa to enjoy the entire week. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think what brought me in was the promise of it being easy, and it really was. <laughs> There's, it's more waiting than anything else. You're just kind of waiting for the potatoes to be done. Yeah, it seems like that's the most intensive part. But once you pass that stage, you're ready to rumble. Jillian, what's making you feel cozy? Meow talk. An app that, dec <laughs> <laughs> that, decodes, that decodes your cat's meows. Oh, oh my goodness. This is like when Homer Simpson's brother in The Simpsons makes that baby talk decoder. But it's for cats. They've, they've really done it. This is the peak of technology. Tell us about this meow talk. Well, I first found out about it through an article in People. Uh, so they're promoting this new app. It still has some kinks to work out. It's in the development stages. But if you have an Android and, or smart, any smartphone, you can download it. 
and it's created by Javier Sanchez. He's a technical program manager based in Washington. And he created it because he said a tool like this can help certain people bond even more with their cats, especially if they can't be in contact with other people on a regular basis. So, okay, that's um, quite a target demographic. Yeah, it, it really spoke to me. But, <laughs> but I was also thinking it'd be helpful when this all, you know, hopefully sometime down the line, this whole horrible pandemic blows over and... Matt, if you're babysitting my little uh, my little gremlins, you could have the meow talk, or I could have what well, because basically what it does is let me first explain it. You add your cat's name to the app, and then you press this little button on your phone, and it starts recording and listening to your cat. And then when your cat meows, it translates it into a, a number of phrases. For example, one is "mommy," the other is uh, "hello there." <laughs> Another one is, I'm angry. (laughs) Uh, So all these different phrases. So it stores all the different meows. So at that point, you can look at the history and play back the meow. So if you didn't know my cats, you could play back the meow and be like, oh, that's what Snicker wants her food. She's mad that I haven't given to her yet or what have you. So it's really cute and adorable. The coziest moment was when we were, me and Snickers were snuggling on the couch and it translated into I'm in love when she did a little, uh, what's a little chirp. And it was so, so cute. It's just something fun. I know it's probably ridiculous and it doesn't mean anything. They're not actually talking to me, but it just makes me feel happy. It's just a fun to do to see what they're saying. I got a big kick out of it when Snickers and and also Reese said they were angry at me when they're <laughs> I was standing at the fridge trying to get them to meow and they were not happy. When I was younger, I actually had a another animal decoder. But I'm sure this one was just completely silly and it's supposed to translate dogs. And if my friend Amelia is listening, she'll remember I had a dog named Pritzy and I was trying to get Pritzy to do something and she barked and the decoder said, You don't know who you're dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe it did, maybe it did work. <laughs> yeah, maybe it did. So I guess I'm a longtime fan of animal decoders. Yeah. And so meow talk. Jillian downloaded. the spy. <laughs> I don't I'm having a lot of fun. It makes me feel like a kid again. And that's cozy. That sounds like a lot of fun. I'm sure you know your cat's meows without it and what they're trying to say to you. I mean, yeah. cat meowing is a human communication. They don't really do that to each other. So it really is for your benefit, the meowing. I just like hearing, or not hearing them, them translating into mommy. I think that's so adorable, but I, they're probably not saying mommy. I feel like if they were really accurate translations, they would all either fall into two camps. One would be feed me. The other would be, I hate you. <laughs> Those would probably be like the two meows. Yeah. Well, it confuses angry with pain a lot. So Reese's was saying, I'm in pain. I'm in pain. But- <laughs> emotional pain maybe she's not eating i don't know i don't know if meow talk is going to make our gift guide but let's dive in to our 2020 gift guide so we did this last year where we did our little rundown of gift ideas that were specifically cozy for the loved ones in your life if you're you know sometimes it can be a struggle thinking about what to get people and so all things cozy is here to help especially in this new context of we're all self-isolating so how do you get gifts to people and what are some ideal gifts for our current context? So let's dive in to our 2020 cozy gift guide. Jillian, kick us off. What is the first gift that you're recommending? My first gift is from the store in LA. They have an online presence, so you can 
if you're not in LA, you can buy it. It's called Poketo and it is a really neat independent store that was founded by husband and wife team Ted and Angie in 2003. And I chose from their site a candle snuffer for $16. And I thought about this because when I'm blowing out my candles, all the wax ends up flying everywhere. And clearly I'm like blowing it out like there's a big bad wolf or something. I just can't (laughs) can't get my blow proportion right. (laughs) And it seems like one of those items that you don't need but would add a little sparkle to your life. Yeah. You know, that would impress your when you could have people over again, you're, impress them. Yeah, <laughs> Is that a candle your, snuffer? <laughs> instead of you know going, <sighs> you know, blowing out your candle, <laughs> you just take your little brass snuffer. It's this really cute, tiny little brass snuffer. Would make a perfect gift for a stocking stuffer, and you just delicately snuff out the flame and bid your guest goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Time to leave. I'm stuffing out the flame. <laughs> Read between yeah. the lines. Well, the, I the, love this idea. I really second this. I've been wanting a candle snuffer forever. And it's one of those things. This is why I think this is actually a really great gift idea. It's not something many people will buy for themselves. They want mm-hmm. it. They just sort of feel like, do I really need it? I can use my breath. <laughs> <laughs> but they really do. Would, they would like to have a candle snuffer. And so please gift it to, to the candle lover in your life. They really want one. They just haven't bought it for themselves. So... I love this idea. And if you want to up the ante, you can add in a wick cutter for another 16. They recommend that you buy them together, but you don't need to. Live so. in large and taking yeah. care of your candles <laughs> at the same time. I love that. That's a great pick. I'm surprised that that Thank made it, it. It took a whole two volumes of gift guide to get the, to the candle snuffer and, and wick cutter. Here we are. My first gift that I'm recommending is actually something that was gifted to us by our listener, Kate Littleton, who sent us an introvert's retreat read and relax box. And essentially it's a subscription box and you get a book based on a genre that you select a, either a soap or a bath salt thing, um, a bookmark and a candle that they make themselves. And it's all centered around reading and being introverted and cozy. And it was like the perfect thing just to receive as a gift it was a wonderful cozy mystery that it came with along with a candle that we actually reviewed on this show. We talked about this again in that episode a little bit, but I wanted to return to it because whether, whether it's an introvert's retreat, read and relax box, um, which is, so there are three versions, actually. There's just the book version, which I think is like $20 or maybe I think it's 16 I should know the prices before I start. Yeah, so the, the basic version is $17. The middle version which is the one I'm recommending, the Read and Relax, is 24. And the premier version, which is the deluxe um, Read, Relax, and Recharge, which comes with also food items in it, is $37. I would recommend that middle one, which is what we got from Kate, because I think it's a perfect like combo. A candle and a book, that's all I need, right? I, I, it was a really nice little gift. It's a, it's a pretty affordable price. And what I like about their website is you can... Just pick, and they're not sponsoring us, but it seems like the thing I think it's sponsored. It's not. <laughs> I'm really recommending this. You can select like a just a one-time gift option. So it's not like a subscription. It's just like, I'm going to send this as a gift. And let's be real. We're going to be mailing most of our gifts anyway this season. This is already packaged for you in a nice box. It's perfect for 
the introverts in your life, the readers, people who like to cozy up with a candle, hitting all those quadrants. I think this is a pretty good gift for for those people. I think it's a great choice. I love the package as well. It had, like you said, it had everything. The co- a cozy, cozy in a box. And it'll last you a good while. The soaps I got, I think I had for about a month or two. And uh, the book was really awesome. And the candle, wonderful. So I think that hits all the marks and great gift. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say, you know, if this isn't the right thing for the people in your life, I would, st- I'm checking out myself subscription boxes as gifts mm-hmm. just to see like, if I know like, you know, somebody's a Star Wars nerd, I think they would love to receive like a, a, sta- a Star Wars box of stuff that like they would never think to have or want, but it's just kind of a, a lovely surprise. You don't, you don't know you want an R2D2 mug until you get that. I think these are, are really cute gift ideas. I agree. Good choice. So my second gift is a book called Nothing Much Happens. It's based on the podcast of the same name. It's written by Catherine Nikolai, who also started the podcast, and it was released in October 2020. I saw this podcast recommended on our All Things Cozy Facebook group, believe maybe a year or so ago. And if you're and if you're not familiar, it's basically a meditative tool, and Catherine tells these imaginative yet calming short stories to help you center and especially if you want to need to relax before bed the tagline is bedtime stories for adults and it's it's very fitting so she wrote a book as a jump off of the podcast and i'll read the description Already beloved by millions of podcast listeners, the stories of Nothing Much Happens explore and expose small, sweet moments of joy and relaxation. Visiting the local cider mill in the autumn, watching the tree lighting the park with friends in the winter, sneaking lilacs from an abandoned farm in the spring, watching fireflies from the deck in the summer, closing up the bookshop for the night and opening the bakery in the morning. You'll also find 16 new stories never before featured on the podcast, along with whimsical illustrations that expose sweet little moments of peace and joy. And I prefer this over the podcast just because when trying to listen to meditations, I find myself wandering or I'll do dishes and then I'll completely tune out of it. So I think if the podcast didn't work for you, maybe try out the book. It sounds like a lovely companion to the podcast. And if you end up ordering it, let me know what you think. What a fantastic idea. I love this. I think I remember this being recommended, but now I'm really taking a a harder look at it. And this seems Mm -hmm. extremely cozy. Yeah, it really does. Even the cover of the book (laughs) looks super cozy. So I'll have have to buy that. It's definitely on my list now because I, like I said, I listen to the podcast and I love the, the stories. They're so imaginative and calming, but... For me, I I can concentrate better when I'm holding a book in my hands. Yeah, I I totally hear that. I I think also being immersed in your own head, imagining the scene by reading it yourself, I think you can get a little more fully in there. But it's your preference. It sounds like you have both options. And it would be a nice way to maybe, if you do really love the podcast, getting that person into that through the book. Yeah. And also, I forgot to mention the price. It's $22. You can order from multiple places. One of them is Books a Million, just to throw out yeah. one example. But see if, if you can nab it from your local bookseller. Good time to support your local businesses and booksellers especially need the love in this moment. Moving on to my second gift. This is a little bit, speaking of <laughs> organizations that are struggling right now and probably need some support and help <laughs> in terms of their patronage, theaters are not doing great at the moment. 
which makes sense. We're, we're not we're not attending any live theater at this point. It's not safe. So I do want to shout out a gift idea that would allow you to have a theater experience from the comfort of your own home, which are tickets to a live but virtual performance. And before you scoff at that because it seems silly, I've done it myself. <laughs> and it's way, way better than I thought it was going to be. So I'll describe what show I attended and then give some recommendations for ones that are coming up. So for us living in Los Angeles, we're local to the Geffen Playhouse. They are putting on a series of live shows. A lot of them, they really started with magic shows. I guess the magicians, they were like, we can do this. We can put on a great virtual magic show. It doesn't matter if they're there live or not. Like, or It's live. It's live. Let me make that clear. But it doesn't matter if we're in person or not. And they're absolutely right. So the show that I experienced most recently was The Present by, and I'm going to, I don't, I, I'm going to mess up his last name. It's like Heldar Gumareres, or, and I, my apologies to Heldar. I really messed up his last <laughs> name, but it was incredible. It was this magic show on Zoom and this was like a big one. They like had done it already. All they were sold out. And so this was like the one where you could live stream it, but we also got like this thing sent in the mail and he did these incredible magic tricks, including with the materials that you had in your present that was sent to you from the show. Like you would tear up these playing cards you would get and you just like throw them around and kind of put them, you know, in different piles. And all of a sudden you, he would have you unveil them and they would be in the exact same order for everybody, including himself. Like, and, so or there'd cool. be with the missing card that somebody, this was the most incredible thing, the card that somebody pulled in their, you know, from random car that they pulled would be in your pack or something wow. like that. It was just like mind blowing these magic tricks and it was done live via zoom. And it, I didn't, you know, having appreciated my, uh, live magic at the magic castle here in LA and other venues, it felt as good as that. Like it was, it didn't feel like you were missing anything for not being in person. I say all that to say, look into local playhouses and theaters for offerings for live performances that you can gift to a loved one as an experience. Some people don't like stuff. They like the experience. And so, and this might be a thing that you can share with them and do together, right? Um, your theater-loving friend, you can say, I'm going to buy tickets to, for example, the Geffen is putting on a, uh, a Christmas carol, a live performance that they're streaming. You could say, let's, let's, I'm going to buy you a ticket. We'll watch it together. And then we'll, we'll do a call afterward and talk about it or something. So I don't know. I, I think for people who really love live theater, want to still kind of experience it in some way, can support your playhouses and theaters, consider buying a ticket to a live but virtual performance. I think that's probably our most creative pick on our, throughout our gift guide. When I saw that on your list, I thought that's such a smart and unique idea. Because like you said, some people don't want something they can hold in their hands and you know, they want, they want an experience and they want to enjoy it with the people that they care about, especially when it comes to creative and artistic performances that we're missing out on right now. So I, I think that's a wonderful idea. Great way to support the arts, like you mentioned. And if you want to experience the magic show that I did, he's doing a new one called The Future. Mm. It's $95 per ticket. It, that, that version is intimate in that you are with a handful of other people in this magic show with him. So if, if you don't scoff at the price, it is worth the level of interactivity that you'll get. So if, you, if that is interesting to you, that's selling out fast, and it may even be sold out by the time this episode drops, because there are only like 
a handful of dates left open. But check it out. We'll, we'll have the link in the show notes if you want to try to nab some tickets to the future. Awesome. So my third gift is not a subscription per se. It's, it's well, I think there might be a subscription option, but it's called Hortiki Plants. And they sell all these different kits where you can make your own garden. They have a beets option. They have a carrots. And then the one that I thought would be interesting is the organic salad gardening kit for $29.99. And what I like about this uh, site in particular is founded independently and it's black owned business and it's eco-friendly and it's foolproof because I cannot emotionally withstand having something like a plant die on me. That sounds so trivial. I don't have the bandwidth. I cannot go, you know, put so much effort into a garden and then just have it die on me. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this option comes with all these different things in your kit. The kit includes one sachet of organic salad seed mix, a wooden planter with a recyclable leak guard, one bag of organic potting soil, one glass mister bottle, one bamboo label, growing instructions, recipes, and fun facts. And the coolest part, which is where I mentioned it being foolproof, you have access to one-on-one photo video plant health technical support. <laughs> so I don't know what that entails, but I imagine. But you know you need it. <laughs> you know you need it. And you can pick your planter color, which is neat. So if you don't want to go to the grocery store as often, you know, during this time, or you need a fun activity at home, maybe have kids and it could be actually a learning activity. So like I said, multiple kits if you want it. I just chose this one for, as an example. Uh, they're edible organic gardening kits. They have a kale one, microgreens, organic spinach. And it seems like a neat thing. So I, I appreciate kits. I remember I was younger and a kid. I would love anything that came in a kit form, jewelry kit, um, grow your own whatever kit. And it's, it's just, it seems like a, a fun, nice thing to do. That idea is the moment that we're in currently, which is we want to reduce exposure. We want to take care of ourselves, right? And it sounds, just as you described, like a great activity for the whole family and getting into growing your own food. And you're ready for the end times. And what's better than that? <laughs> yeah. This is what it's really about. I'm prepping for my bunker. <laughs> we're helping you prep, okay? We're preppers now. We're a prepper podcast. It's funny, I feel like there's a weird rhyming of our gifts and that like this next thing that I have is also outdoor related. Um, This was not planned, but it's the kind of the case for prepping (laughs) your outdoor trips. So right now, I don't know if you're anything like me, you've been, if you're seeing people at all, it's outdoors, socially distanced in a park. And, you know, and the park has dirt. (laughs) The beach has gross sand. You don't want to put your bum on it. You just want to be comfortable on some piece of fabric. And I've been so grateful for my picnic blanket, which has been a real lifesaver. Take it everywhere. It's in the car, ready for anything in terms of wherever we are, can sit down comfortably. I do enjoy that kind of picnic blanket that has like the the water-resistant bottom and it's nice and padded, so it's really comfy. But the gift idea I have is a blanket like that, but it's more portable. So it's not as comfortable as that idea, but I like this as, first of all, it had the name Cozy in it, so I'll just go ahead and say what it is. It's the Cozy Adventures Pocket Picnic Sheet, all right? It's basically your picnic sheet on the go. It go it folds down in this tiny little bag, really, 
and that you can fit into a purse or a tote or whatever you're carrying around with you. It's like nothing that you're, you know, it's very tiny, has little stakes. You can kind of put it in. It's really designed uh, to be comfortable on the beach, especially. And so if you're, if you're the person who is coming to the hang and you're like, oh, darn, I don't have a towel with me. I don't have a blanket or, you know, a person like that. This is a perfect gift for them, right? This way they can always be prepared for the outdoor hang that we're all doing now. <laughs> so check out the Cozy Adventures pocket picnic sheet. It's, again, not maybe the most comfortable one, but it's very, very portable, and it's just $20. This is the smartest, most ge- the genius idea. <laughs> I I hate a damn piney, you know? When <laughs> I being at Shakespeare at the park, and then the, the grass is a little bit, even in L.A., the, I, I feel as if the, the grass is damp, even when we're in a drought. Something about grass always has a little good damp, damp, especially in the dirt and the soil. And you stand up after a long time sitting on your rump, and, <laughs> and you have this dampness. So I think it's the perfect idea, and I love how it's portable, because that's also an annoying thing to lug around, a blanket that's that's kind of yeah frustrating to do find the right bag for remember to take it out of your car and this is so easy so i love i love this idea i will be getting one myself and isn't that the best endorsement yeah it's it's a it's a great little invention yeah. i highly recommend picking up a picnic sheet so my next gift is a hard cider brewing kit from willie men sonoma price is 44.95 i thought of this idea because we had reviewed hard ciders earlier in in the year and, and not satisfied by the way yeah not satisfied <laughs> so weird, julian's like i'm gonna make my own <laughs> weird genderism going on in the apple cider community <laughs> having to make the apple ciders manly and stuff like really weird stuff so um i thought it'd be a, another one fun activity to do from home since we're spending so much time at home and the kit includes carboy fermenter and i don't know what a carboy is but fermenter sounds right air <laughs> <laughs> airlock rubber stopper a racking cane oh wow this is making me laugh a racking cane transfer tubing a tubing clamp clamps and canes is this a 50 shades of gray box yeah i gotta sneak it in somehow (laughs) Um, three fruity yeast packs three sanitizer packets and an instruction guide which i would definitely need an instruction guide but what I found to be most appealing about this kit is that it creates three one gallon batches and I cannot visualize that because they have a very poor. <laughs> that's, that's too, that's too, too many gallons that Jillian can visualize. But it, sounds, it, but it sounds like a lot. So I was like, okay, get good bang for your buck. It Who knows? Like lot, maybe yeah. it's not, <laughs> but it seems like a good bang for your buck. And uh, yeah, they say it's easy. So I'm I'm trusting William Sonoma. Fun thing to do for that hard cider enthusiast in your life. Make their own kit. Who knows? It could turn into a, a business. We don't we don't know. The the future is unwritten. So get your loved one a hard cider kit. You we all have a friend who wants to make their own beer or wine or whatever. This mm-hmm. is a perfect gift for them. They make it their own cider and they can make it not full of toxic masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> so. Which is Last place I'd expected in the hard cider. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's where you least expect it, Julian. You know, yes, never prepared for it in the cider aisle. Um, that's great. That's, that's a really cool thing. Definitely would inspire new hobbies and definitely will enjoy the drinking <laughs> part of yeah. that. It really is just to get your friends to make you cider. That's actually the, the end goal there. My fourth pick for a gift is okay, it's a little odd. 
And generally speaking, I feel like, again, all my picks are kind of like avatars for a broader idea, like a ticket to a virtual performance or a subscription box or whatever. In this case, it's kind of the same thing. It's like Etsy. (laughs) Check out Etsy. And I say that because that site has just all the arcane interests that, you know, if you have that friend who likes this specific season of Doctor Who, you can get an enamel pin for that thing. You know what I mean? Like it's, there's always something to represent. Every niche interest has some craft that corresponds to it. The Mandalorian and Baby Yoda are no exception. (laughs) And this was my favorite gift that I gave last year because it was truly just a cute thing that I found it on Etsy and I was like, there are three people in my life who have to have this and it's really silly but it's a baby it's cold outside mug with baby Yoda on it. And baby mm. Yoda is in its little like hover crib and there's Christmas lights around it and there's snowflakes everywhere. So it's like a Christmas mug, but it's baby Yoda. I mean, again, this is the kind of thing that people would not buy for themselves, but they definitely want this in their house <laughs> and they won't expect, they won't see it coming. They'll be like, who sent me this mug? <laughs> and be like, it was me. And it's, you know, it's just a super simple design on a mug. It's made by a uh, kiss made co um, K-I-S-S-M-A-D-E-C-O on Etsy. I really like this design because it's a super cute Baby Yoda. It's more stylized. You can really tell they drew it and kind of personalizes themselves. And And who doesn't like renegade Disney merch? You know, Disney has enough money. Let's just like go in the black market of <laughs> Disney, go right underneath them and make our own Baby Yoda merch. So yeah, so it's, again, if you don't have Mandalorian fans, whatever, look on Etsy and find like whatever niche interests your friends have, like find a mug with that thing on it or an enamel pin or I don't know, some sort of other like crafty thing, you will find it and it will be such a perfect handmade thing. Um, check it out. And this particular mug is just $12 and it was like, okay, I'm sending this to my, to some family and friends who would love this. And it was just that thing where like, you know, you just see the perfect item that is random and silly, but will make people happy. And I'm sure you'll find your version on Etsy of a Christmas baby Yoda mug. I, yeah, I I think this mug is absolutely adorable. And like you said, it's a small details. I love its little red hat. And I like how the Christmas lights are colored instead of white twinkly lights. It adds an, another layer of glow and cuteness to the mug. And I even want this mug and I don't know much about little baby Yoda. So it's adorable. I know you all know about Etsy, but I guess I'm just doing one final plug for searching that as a gift because I know a lot of my gifts these days come from like, oh... I know this person likes this specific thing. Let's see what Etsy has. <laughs> somebody's made, surely somebody's made a magnet of that. And they usually have. Yeah, I think that's a great. And who couldn't use another mug? <laughs> Certainly not. I mean, even though I have the entire Amy Roloff gather collection, <laughs> thanks to Jillian, I still need more mugs. So my last two gifts are cozy mysteries because Matt said it very well was you're prepping for the episode. What's better than the gift of a cozy mystery? And I think that sums up what we do here very well. Reading, coziness, little mystery. The first book I want to talk about is Grounds for Murder by Tara Lush. And I was really intrigued by this book because it's set in Florida. And you don't really hear a lot of cozy mysteries being set in Florida. So that rang little bells. For me, and it is a part of the Coffee Lovers Mystery series. It's slated for a December 8th release this year, so you can pre-order it now from 
bunch of different stores. It's published by Penguin Random House. And the, the plot seems really colorful, which is very appropriate for the setting of Florida. So I'm going to read the description and I hope that you check it out. When Lana Lewis's best and most difficult employee abruptly quits and goes to work for the competition just days before the Sunshine State Barista Championship, her cafe's chances of winning the contest are creamed. In front of a gossipy crowd in the small Florida town of Devil's Beach, Lana's normally calm demeanor heats to a boil when she runs into the arrogant Java slinger. Of course, Fabrizio Fab Bellucci has a slick explanation <laughs> for jumping ship. That <laughs> I love name. that name. <laughs> no, <laughs> that name just cracks me up. It's such a so creative. But when he's found dead the next morning under a palm tree in the alley behind Lana's cafe, she becomes the prime suspect. Even the island's handsome police chief isn't quite certain of her innocence. But Lana isn't the only one in town who was angry with Fabrizio. Jilted lovers, a shrimp boat captain, and a surfer with ties to the mob are all suspects as trouble brews on the beach. With her stoned hippie dad, a shih tzu named Stanley, and a new new curious barista sporting a punk rock aesthetic at her side, Lana is prepared to turn up the heat to catch the real killer. After all, she is a former award-winning reporter, as scandal hangs over her beachside cafe, can Lana clear her name and win the championship, or will she come to a bitter end? Wonderful puns. Bravo to the puns. <laughs> I love all the coffee puns. You had me at Stone Tippy Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and just Florida, I think, is so interesting. And yeah. Interesting is, a, is the right word. Yeah. It, interesting, <laughs> it's interesting, because, isn't it? Yeah. And let me give you a little background on Tara's bio real quickly. She is very accomplished. I have her book in front of me. And she's a Florida-based novelist and journalist. She's also an RWA Rita finalist, an Amtrak writing fellow, and the winner of the George C. Polk Award for Environmental Journalism. For the past decade, she's been a reporter with Associated Press covering crime, alligators, natural disasters, and politics. She also writes contemporary romance set in tropical locations. So there you go, Tara Lush. Check it out, Grounds for Murder. And my next book is a little bit seasonal, maybe not appropriate for winter, but if you're missing fall and you want fall all year long, check out Apple Dye, part of the Apple Orchard Cozy series, written by Chelsea and Matt Thomas, husband and wife team. They wrote this together, which is really cool. You don't see a lot of cozy mystery husband and wife teams unless I'm missing a whole community of people I don't know about. (laughs) So they are naturally screenwriters and they've worked with several studios, including Nickelodeon, Sony, and CBS, which is super cool. Now they're transitioning into cozy mystery writing and their, their book, Apple Die, follows Chelsea Thomas, which is also the author's name or one half of the author, was left at the altar. She moved home to live on the family orchard with her quirky aunt, Miss May. All she wanted was hot cocoa and apple pie. Then she found a dead body face down in her favorite street. Now she's in the middle of a murder investigation and a killer is on the loose in her quaint small town. Miss May is a former New York City lawyer, so she thinks she, she and Chelsea can catch the criminal on their own. Local business owner Teeny is nosy, opinionated, and convinced the murder was inspired by her favorite British mystery series. And Chelsea is caught up in the amateur investigation, a timid Watson on her first case. 
Will the stress of the amateur sleuthing be enough to break Chelsea for good? Or will it be exactly what she needs to get over her ex and learn to be happy? Most importantly, will this ragtag crew find the killer before he strikes again? So great fall cozy first in the series. So you can be here from the very beginning. And like I said, I think it's really cool that Chelsea and Matt wrote this together. They're former Angelinos. They moved to New York recently. So lots going on for them. And think about adding this to yourself along with grounds for murder. Absolutely. And I love the title apple dye. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So simple and effective. Exactly. So great to put in a maze of stocking stuffer. I don't know if books can be stuck Stuff. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. It's been a long week. Get it together, Julian. <laughs> Books can certainly be stuffed in a stocking. Or no next question. to Nora. I don't know. So yeah, wherever, wherever you want to put them. Yeah. Well, Julian, to continue the cozy mystery love train, my final gift is also cozy mystery. I want to shout out Three Treats Too Many" by Deborah Goldstein. Excuse me, Judge Deborah Goldstein who I had the pleasure of meeting at the CozyCon, the Kensington CozyCon that happened last November. Some of our listeners joined me, and I, we got to meet a ton of amazing authors and learn about new books. I'm still, and I apologize to everyone who might be listening who I met there, because we're, I'm still reading through that pile. <laughs> um, and it's a great pile to have, and I'm so you know, lucky to have met everybody. And I do, though, want to shout out Judge Deborah Goldstein, for Three Treats Too Many, which is her most recent book. Before I get into it, the thing I really want to highlight about this author of Cozy Mystery is that is that she was a judge and a lawyer and knows the law. And that perspective is mm-hmm. such an amazing point of view on her work. It, it adds like a whole nother layer to her cozies that you may not see otherwise. So let me just read the, the description really quickly of her latest Cozy Mystery called Three Treats Too Many which is a Sarah Blair mystery. Sarah, our protagonist, is described as somebody who never really had a lot of culinary skill. Um, But now she's a co-owner of a restaurant, and she has a Siamese cat named Ra-Ra, which is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Sarah and her sister, Chef Emily, are tangled up in red tape, waiting for the building inspector to get around to them. Um, But while they're waiting for that, there's already a new establishment that pops up. Of course, her... Her ex-husband's mistress <laughs> is, is having a grand opening across the street, as always happens. It's, I hate when that happens, Jillian. Me too. My ex's mistresses are always opening up businesses across the street. And anyway, so Jane's new sous chef, Riley Miller, is the talk of the town with her delicious vegan specialties. Unfortunately, being vegan doesn't save her from death. <laughs> she found dead outside the restaurant with Sarah's friend, Jacob, kneeling over her. And that former line cook, who had an infatuation with that chef... Um, was no secret and becomes the prime suspect. So now Sarah has to turn up the heat on the real culprit and have no reservations. He's, he's, she owns a restaurant. Did I mention that? Uh, about committing cold-blooded murder. And anyway, it's a restaurant cozy. Um, but again, I, it, Deborah, if you're listening, it was a pleasure meeting you. And your perspective adds such a wonderful layer to these cozy mysteries as a working former judge. So I don't know how judging works. You kind of, do you maintain the title? Are you always a judge when you were a judge? I don't know the ins and outs of that. Maybe. I'll leave that to Deborah. Let this be one additional cozy mystery to consider for your stocking stuffer. I also want to shout out, just again, one of, one of the series I really enjoy, and, and there's so many to, to point out. There's new Barbara Ross novels coming out. 
we got uh, Tracy Wilton, Mrs. Morrison, the witch. There's just like an endless stream of wonderful cozies coming out. Um, just check them out. Look, look at your local bookseller and see what cozies are, are on their shelves. And I think what I love about cozies as a gift is you can always find a craft or a point of view from the cozy. Like maybe the person who loves cats, maybe they're a foodie and would like a restaurant cozy. You can always find the thing that's mm-hmm. going to fit their interest, even if mystery reading isn't their thing. So, you know, it's, it's the best gateway drug. So get people into cozy mysteries. Holidays are a great time to do that. I couldn't say it better. So that concludes our gift guide for 2020. We hope that these gifts will inspire you to give and be generous this holiday season and chase the blues away as we may be a little bit more sad and down, not being with our families like we plan to, um, given the circumstances. But that doesn't mean we can't give thoughtful and cozy gifts. Yeah. And let us know if you end up buying anything from the list. I'm always interested to see who picks what and how it worked out. But that's not all. As you know, listeners, our Cozy Gift Guide episode is always a giveaway episode where Jillian and I will be giving away one item each from our list. I will be giving away an Introverts Retreat Read and Relax box. Kate, I'm, I'm paying it forward. I'm doing the same thing you did. <laughs> I really wish they had sponsored us at some point. <laughs> I'm just giving it away, but like, I, I think this is a really fun gift. So that's one option is the Introverts Retreat box. Jillian, what are you giving away from your list? I will be giving away the Nothing Much Happens book by Catherine Nikolai. That's perfect. So if you have a friend out there or yourself, right, some treat yourself to some meditative exercises through that book. So those are the two giveaway options. You're asking yourself, how do I enter? Here's how. You share this episode on social media, right? It's out now. You can share it with all your friends. Make sure you tag us in sharing it. You can share it on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. That's where we are and can see it. On Twitter, it's a little more weird because we're just on it ourselves. So just make sure you tag maybe my personal Twitter, which is at Pivovarchek, at P-E-E-V-O-V-A-R-C-H-E-C-K. Jillian is at Jillian Walters, which without the vowels. So it's, I think, G. Is it, what is it again? It's my first name, just plain old Jillian. So at Jillian and then W-L- TRS. Okay. So if you're doing the Twitter entry option, that's how you tag us just to make that clear. Otherwise you can tag at all things cozy podcast on Facebook or Instagram with sharing this episode, say whatever you want to say about it as you share it. ideally. Um, and that counts as an entry and you can enter as you know, if you enter, if you share it on Instagram and Twitter, that's two entries. Also, if you're already a patron, you've already been entered. Congratulations, patrons. <laughs> you're already in the prize pool. So go ahead and share that that episode that you're listening to right now, this episode for an entry. Make sure you tag us for the chance to win an Introverts Retreat Read and Relax box or a Nothing Much Happens book. Good luck. Good luck. All right, Jillian, let's close out with some soothing sounds. What sound is soothing you this week? Mandy Moore dropped a early Christmas present. She released it on November 12th, two Christmas songs. The B-side is it's the most wonderful time of the year. And the song that I'll be talking about is called How Could This Be Christmas? And I chose it because Mandy Moore deserves a little recognition these days. She's trying to stage a comeback after a difficult period in her life musically. And 
I like listening to Christmas music in November because in December I'm too stressed and it just feels overwhelming. You're too amped up. It's <laughs> no, too you can't really too listen to it yet. And I and I think the best moments are when you're anticipating something good. So I don't like when the moment actually happens, like when you're, you know, like, oh, it's Christmas Day. I get depressed. And I'm like, well, what's tomorrow? <laughs> I like leading up to it. And November is the perfect time because you're looking forward to December and that time of the year, but you're not fully stressed yet. Because I, I don't know, I get stressed during holidays. So she co-wrote this song with her husband, Dawes frontman, Andrew Goldsmith, and also with producer Mike Yola. And she said of the song, the holidays are certainly going to feel verifiably different this year. And in this vein, I challenge myself and Mike and Taylor to write a song that hinted at the acknowledgement of something missing without being too specific. Because if we learned anything in this season of change, it's the recognition that those we love and cherish are what's most important and worth celebrating. And that felt like a message to get behind during the special time of the year. Let's listen to How Could This Be Christmas by Mandy Moore. does a really great job of capturing how the holidays feel right now where we're thinking of our loved ones but it does feel like something's missing and we really do miss them is what we're missing yeah but it's still a a oddly cozy tune even though it seems like a melancholy take on christmas songs they're usually so upbeat but it gets more i don't say like hopeful at the end i just think her voice is really beautiful i don't think we gave her a lot of credit back in the day you know missing you like candy or whatever that song is (laughs) (laughs) you know honestly well they're the same theme aren't they both those songs. oh yes but i i I really liked it i i think it's a different kind of christmas song and maybe that's why I'm, i'm drawn to it but when you're missing the people you love this year something to to put on and that encapsulates your feelings yeah, this is a great pick. I'm I'm glad to know it. I had no idea that she came out with a new song. I love yeah. I love fresh Christmas songs to see if they can meet the challenge of the Kelly Clarkson album. <laughs> this yeah. seems like a strong contender. I, d- I did enjoy this, and I, I think it really does speak to where we are right now. My Soothing Sound is by an artist I had not heard of prior to today. Okay, so let me explain. When we pick cozy songs, I feel like when we started this segment, I was taking in new music fairly regularly. But for whatever reason, since we started the self-isolation, I've been just diving back into old and familiar stuff. And so it's been harder for me to find new songs. So today I was on the new release. I was like, I'm going to find a new cozy song. (laughs) It's like, I got to do it. So I was on the new releases area on Spotify. And there was this song that had a really cute cartoon dog on it. Like it was kind of like an impressionist painting with a dog. I was like, oh, that looks, I mean, dogs are cozy. It seems, I'll check out that song. And sure enough, the music started, and I was like, actually, this is a really cozy song. And so I learned more about the artist. So the song is Let Me Feel Low by Cave Town featuring Milo. Discovering this artist feels like um, that Steve Buscemi meme, the hello, fellow kids. That's how I felt <laughs> reading about Cave Town, where it's yeah. like, 
you feel so excessively late to a party. You're like, oh, you you were you're all leaving now because it was like it's it's been going on and you're just too old to realize what's happening. This person's been famous for like two years. They were they got YouTube famous um, with their lo-fi bedroom pop, and their I don't know if I said this right, but they're 21 year old British singer songwriter. This artist has like a really mellow vibe and it's really nice it's like i think there's a whole generation of young people that are just like retreating from the chaos and cacophony of social media and that culture into aesthetic cute coziness and i think that this artist really defines that and i think you'll think so too when you hear the song so let's listen to let me feel low by cave town featuring milo a picture of my song is basically let me feel low <laughs> i mean that is what it's called but it's like yeah i want to i want to live in this moment for a minute but i find them first of all the music video is like just like walking through autumn i think new york it's a really cozy yeah. uh, music I video i was so mesmerized, mesmerized by it i i think i was just like zoning out staring at the music video it has i don't know what it was filmed on but it has like very 2000 early like early 2000s 2007 kind of vibes going on it just felt like you're walking through the perfect fall sunday this felt like new music i would have like discovered in 2007 yeah it's it has like it's just doing that like kind of dream poppy but but like i don't know folky it's it's doing that thing (laughs) that a lot of bands were doing then i love the sound it feels like all at once new and nostalgic to me and i always like that kind of blend of acoustic guitar but also we're going to put some keyboard in there and going to put layer some other digital sounds to kind of create an atmosphere yeah i loved it i also like when the song went like i want to put my hand down my, my finger on that but i will be listening to this when we depart um <laughs> i and also don't feel bad because i have never heard of them either so i guess i'm old as well never heard of them in my life well it's just one of those things where you're like you find a band you're like oh i found like i, I guess i'm discovering a new band and then you discover then you look, go to their youtube page and like their top video has like five million views <laughs> it's like oh okay i'm way yeah. late to the party but yeah I, I also like their voice a lot because there's this like kind of nico element to the way that the voice drops kind of like you know the nico from like I've been out walking. <laughs> so that kind of like uh, voice. We just, we just got our own bandwidth. With <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can do the ding, 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 and I'll do the uh, voice. <laughs> God. Yeah, it was a surprise, and I think I'm gonna try to find more music by Cave Town. I really enjoyed it. All right, I have a fresh new candle that I'm sniffing right now, Jillian. Let me describe it to you. This candle was speaking of gifts. It was a gift from a friend who is in. Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Rex, if you're listening, thank you for the wonderful candle. It is actually made by a local bakery called Persephone. 
And I was like, when I looked it up, I was like Persephone Candle Company, but no, it's Persephone Bakery and they have their own candle, but it's not like a baking, it's not a baking scent. It's, it's, the scent is Wyoming Campfire Candle. I like their description of it. So I'm going to read it instead of do my own. (laughs) They write that a bakery by nature taps all the best smells. So no wonder we would want to harness our home in a scent as evocative as our own aroma, the toasted goodness of a campfire. And it wants to remind us of nights spent beside crackling flames, brandishing singed sticks, laughing amid flickers. Some of these copywriters, you got to say it out loud. Okay, try saying your copy out loud. (laughs) These words look so good next to each other. Then you say them out loud. And I want you to say singed sticks laughing amid flickers. (laughs) My <laughs> time's fast. Okay. All right. Enough, enough editorializing. I love this candle. It is giving you, it's, you get the wood, you get the smoke, but I think what I really like about it is you get actually kind of a clove scent. So there's like a nice spiciness to it, but it definitely smells like a campfire outside. It's doing exactly what it is saying it does. And yeah, it's just a really good campfire candle. It's also in my wheelhouse. I'm always going to probably like a smoky scent. So um, yeah. it's my bias, right? It's, I guess, factor that into the review, but also goes to show how thoughtful Rex was and knowing what I like. So thank you, Rex. And if you're in Jackson hole, check out Persephone bakery. They have candles. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's the first candle we've ever reviewed from Wyoming. So that's yeah, there we go. It was, it was about time, right? Yep. All right. Before we go, we have some shout outs. Thank you to John Pernasek. First of all, John, as you know, was a guest on the show and a listener. And I, John, I love that you refreshed your review on Apple Podcasts. Give it, a, give it a little zhuzh. Yeah. <laughs> um, make sure it's it's freshed up. Um, Five star review wrote, "I am all in for this cozy, cozy podcast." Um, my definition of cozy involves cookies, chai tea lattes, and episodes of Cagney and Lacey. So I'd like to think I know what constitutes cozy. You do, John, definitely. Just again, thank you, John, for your lovely review. Thank you, John. And also thank you to our new Patreon subscriber, Sam. And thank you to Andrea for increasing your pledge. We're always so grateful for the support. So if you're able, please support our Patreon page and we'll send you a little package in the mail as a thank you. That's right. And also if you join our Patreon while this episode is still in the phases of revealing a a winner uh, (laughs) for this that's that's a really clunky way of saying there's still time, okay? So that's also an entry, isn't it? You can join yeah. our Patreon at patreon.com slash all things cozy. And last but not least, congrats to friend of the podcast, longtime listener, Emma Wallace on her new album, First Impressions. Oh, yeah, Emma, congratulations, Emma, on your album. Which is loosely based on characters from Pride and Prejudice. Emma is very talented, and you can te- check out her beautiful songs on Spotify, the album was released on November 13th. So that's a big milestone. Congratulations, Emma. And we hope you enjoy her album. We love seeing our listeners make it. Go listen to Emma Wallace's album. Again, that's First Impressions. So don't forget to enter. We will reveal the winners of the contest when we drop our episode on the 6th. So we'll reveal the winners on social media. We'll tag you if you want. Um, So that gives you a solid two weeks to enter and share the episode I'm still working on Jillian getting to re-enlist Snickers and Reese's to draw the winner. (laughs) We'll see if we can get that working again. But regardless, we will announce whoever won on December 6th on social media. We will be back on your ears in another two weeks. 
with a brand new cozy episode, and it's going to be Christmassy, so leave out the cookies for a special guest or two. Mm-hmm. Until then, stay, stay cozy. cozy.